0: The date was the 30th of July, 1966. The venue was Wembley Stadium. The occasion was the World Cup football final between England and West Germany. The commentator was a man called Kenneth Wolstenholme. And although his name doesn't sound very English, he was English. And he actually commentated on every FA Cup final between 1949 and 1971. Every single one. And he was the first commentator on the first match, on the first ever match of the day in 1964. Some of you were probably there, I I, I wasn't. And despite (laughs) an illustrious career, he'll be forever remembered for those eight words in that World Cup final clip. They think it's all over, it is now. England were 3-2 up, and it was right at the end of the match. And as England launched that final attack, some of the England supporters ran onto the pitch because they thought it was all over. They started celebrating because they thought England had won the match. But they actually hadn't. But then, when Jeff Hurst went up and scored that fantastic fourth goal, it was truly all over. There was no coming back. And, you know, we've entitled this Easter service, They Think It's All Over. You know, those England fans, they were celebrating. They thought it was all over for a good reason. Something good was about to happen. But there's lots of examples where people have thought it's all over because things were going so bad. Take, for example, the Champions League final in 1999, (laughs) which took place in Barcelona between Manchester United and Bayern Munich. I was watching it on my TV at home. I was living in South Wales at the time. And it was right at the end of the match, and United were losing 1-0. And I think countless Manchester United fans all over the world were thinking, it's all over. But then United had a corner kick. And I remember shouting at Peter Schmeichel, the Manchester United (laughs) goalkeeper, to tell him to go up for the corner. Because it was the end of the match, there was nothing to lose. And the amazing thing is that even though Peter Schmeichel was in Barcelona <laughs> and I was in South Wales, he heard me and he went up for the corner. Amazing. And the corner kick came over and it actually went over Peter Schmeichel's head. But eventually it came to a United player called Teddy Sheringham who shot and scored. 1-1. One, one. Incredible. That was in the 91st minute of the match. And two minutes later, another United player who had a fantastic name of Oli Gunnar Solskjaer scored the second goal. United had won. Cue wild celebrations, me included. But I wonder, until that equalising goal, how many Manchester United fans thought it was all over? But some of you don't care about football. And it's not only in football where sometimes people think it's all over. Take this year's Super Bowl, which took place (laughs) in February. Now, you, like me, may not know much about American football. I know nothing, actually. But the Super Bowl is the culmination of the American football season. And this year, it took place between the New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons. Now, in the third quarter of the match the Patriots were losing by a whopping 25 points. And basically, most of their fans thought, it's all over. But then the Patriots staged the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history, finally winning the match by 34 points to 28. And, you know, whilst most of those Patriot fans were thinking, it's all over, let's go home, one young man, a man named John Gork wasn't giving up. And when a Canadian tennis star called Eugenie Bouchard tweeted that her team, the Atlanta Falkers, were going to win, he bet her a date that his team would win instead. And she accepted the bet. And true to form, true to her word, after the Patriots won the match, this tennis star went out on a date with John Gork. And I think he was pretty happy by it, if you look by his face. (laughs) But, you know, America's had a year where people thought it was all over. Take this year's Oscar Awards, for instance. (laughs) Now, you know the Oscars. The culmination of that famous ceremony is the end, where they give the award for best picture. And this year, the director and cast of Moonlight, the movie Moonlight, thought it was all over when the presenter Faye Dunaway announced that the winner of Best Picture was a film called La La Land. And it wasn't until the producers of La La Land were in the middle of their acceptance speeches, (laughs) thanking everyone for the award, that a mistake was discovered. The presenters had been handed the wrong envelope. (laughs) Duh! (laughs) When they opened the right envelope... It was clear that the actual winner was Moonlight. The cast of Moonlight thought it was all over minutes before, and now they were celebrating as winners. Cue wild celebrations. How good was that? And, you know, talking of films, I've got a bit of a confession. Actually, church is quite a good place to make a confession, just in case you didn't know. But two weeks ago... I was sat in a cinema watching the Disney film, Beauty and the Beast. I know, it's hard to imagine a grey-haired old man in a Disney movie, I know. But in my defence, I took my daughter to see it. The fact that she's 25 years old doesn't matter. I took my daughter. And many of you will know that storyline, how the prince gets turned into a beast for being rather obnoxious. And all the palace staff get turned into household objects like a feather duster, a teapot, a clock, a candelabra, a teacup and other objects as well. And here's poor old Plumet and Mrs Potts and Cogsworth and Lumiere and Chip. And the beast has this desperate mission to learn to love and be loved in return. And he has to succeed in that mission before the last petal falls off a very special red rose, which is dropping its petals all the time. And if the beast doesn't succeed before the last petal falls, he'll remain a beast forever. And the palace staff will remain household objects forever. Pretty bad. And there comes this point in the movie where the last petal falls from the rose and it appears that the beast is dead and the beautiful Belle who's fallen in love with the beast and Cogsworth and Lumiere and all the other palace staff, they think it's all over and it's so desperate and then, I'm not going to tell you anymore, you've got to see the film, (laughs) I'm not going to be a spoiler. You know, so many situations where people thought it was all over, but perhaps for circumstances that we shouldn't take too seriously. But you know, at Easter, people on earth, and perhaps even some of the angels, thought it was all over for a far more serious reason. And a little later, we're going to find out what that reason was. And in a situation that was really so desperate, Was it really all over, or did God somehow have a plan?